0: And we are live.
1: Yay! And welcome um, to, I put episode Colleen, how silly is that? It is episode 78 of TLC um, Tech Learn Coffee. I am your host, Lisa Nowakowski, and I'm a fifth grade teacher in Southern Monterey County here in California.
0: And I'm Nancy, an instructional technology coach in Los Angeles County.
1: And we want to remind you that we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got more time than that
0: no they don't and tonight's coffee fact uh, cold brew contains more caffeine than regular coffee although if you dilute it with milk or other things it might come out to be about the same so take it straight if you need that extra boost
1: there you go that's a great tip too Um, so tonight's guest we're super excited is Colleen Freed who will be talking to us about circuitry yay so Colleen can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself who you are and what you do
2: Sure. I'm a middle school teacher in Novato, California at San Jose Middle School. I teach a sixth grade history and language arts core, as well as technology elective slash maker class for sixth grade and seventh grade and then eighth grade as
1: well. Wow, that's great. Um, So, we're going to go ahead and get started, and you're going to tell us all about circuitry and all the great things that you do with your students, and it's so inspiring. Um, So, at what age should or could students actually be introduced to circuitry?
2: Well, there's actually um, different ages. So, I've heard of students in fourth grade using circuitry with uh, paper circuits and conductive tape. LEDs and then there's also for younger students. There's something called uh, squishy circuits I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's using play-doh It's conductive and then you can you can create circuits with that as well Oh, that sounds really
1: fun. I would I would try that in my fifth grade classroom (laughs) Um, so what are some of the benefits like there are so many things going on in our classrooms But what are some of the benefits that you have found um, with teaching circuitry?
2: well, um it's a rewarding activity. It helps them understand the basic principles of sim- simple electrical circuits. Uh, they learn how it flows from the positive to the negative and how to identify those in the LEDs. And it's also a first step for learning switches and how computer circuitry works.
1: I was going to say it sounds like they would also get the idea of closed circuit versus the open circuit and making starting to make some of those connections. Yes, yes. That is so exciting. I love that. I, I have snap circuits in my classroom um, that the kids like to play with um, in the mornings. Um, so yeah. it, it sounds like these are really great things, um, you know, the 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 conductive Play-Doh and in the tape and the LED lights. but it sounds like it can also get kind of expensive. And as teachers, you know, like we put into so much into our classrooms. So what advice do you have for teachers um, in order to do it affordably in their classrooms?
2: Well, the reason why I first started this is because I wanted to do coding and, and it, it is expensive to get into the physical piece, but this was a really inexpensive way to do it. And you can find resources on amazon.com and you can get uh, a, packet of, you know, LEDs, like 50 to 80 LEDs, relatively inexpensive. The, co- the conductive tape, copper tape, you can get 21 feet of it for, you know, $6 and same with the coin cell batteries. They're very inexpensive. So it's just a very simple, easy, inexpensive way to add, you know, circuits to, to projects
1: that isn 't as expensive as I thought it could be, so that's that's nice to hear and you know I, I know some schools are fortunate to have you know p t o or budgets where they can do that, so that 's a really great use of that money where you 're not spending a whole lot of it on this one component um, so where can teachers go to find ideas and resources like i don 't know what i 'm doing, and you know like I say here 's snap circuits, and that's my extent. Um, where can they go to find something that's you know a little bit more creative than me?
2: <laughs> sure, there are so many resources out there. There's SparkFun is a great site that has very simple um, explanations for, for electrical circuits. And um, the squishy circuits that I was talking about, they actually have a website, squishycircuits.com. So you can and they have video tutorials on how to use circuits with with conductive dough and play-doh even works. So you don't even have to create their their uh, specific uh, formula that they have for for play-Doh on that site so and I've also uh, created a short little s- slideshow that you can uh, push out to your viewers that they could see how it works with just the conductive tape and and uh, LEDs and the coin cell batteries.
1: Oh that's great. Thank you so much. I love that you you also told us you know. You know, along with you know how inexpensive it is and the places to go and gave us some ideas of you know where we can you know help fund some of these things as well. Um, so are any of these components? I'm sure that the LED lights are reusable. Um, are more of the components um, reusable, or are there any that are like a one-time use only um, resource?
2: Well, let's use the conductive tape. You know that 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 you can't really reuse that but the coin cell batteries they last a long time and the LEDs last a long time so you could always reuse those
1: oh that's great so it really is it just sounds even more affordable when you think about you know the lights or um the coin cell batteries where you know yeah you're doing a one time but it will last you quite a while. Oh, That's wonderful to hear as well. So do you have any advice for teachers who might be new to circuitry, like how to get started um, aside from the resources that you've shared that we will also put into um, the show notes on our site?
2: are are you asking about how they could be using them in lessons or
1: or something or yeah, they, how they can get started um, you know whether it's in lessons or you know just kind of you know toying around with it um, sure, like how good. how would a teacher want you know who like me who would want to get started like where would I begin <laughs> well
2: well there's there's so much out there you can just google it and find it, but um like I said, I provided a little short three-slide tutorial on with a video that shows how to create those circuits. And it's very simple. We've used it for maps. We've used it um, for um, making cards and things like that and just adds a little extra little element
1: you said one of my favorite words maps I am (laughs) such a fan of maps whether they're paper maps or or Google Maps Um, how I like that I've seen you know the cards as well Um, so how do you use it in maps because yes now I am intrigued well we've used
2: it to highlight certain locations on a map like we do a tour of Athens and so um, in sixth grade, and so for those different locations we'll add a little light to it, and um, we' even add, added simple little switches that, that once they they touch it, it'll light up on the map.
0: Oh,
1: that sounds neat. You could probably also do uh, you know directions and routes and things like that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, God, that's, oh, now I'm all excited. I love, I love doing this and listening to what other people do. And I always get inspired. I know Nancy does too. And you are so inspiring with how you are using circuitry um, in the classroom. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to add to, you know, um, for our view?
2: I thinking another way that I've used it, I don't, I know you said you taught fifth grade. So um, another way we've used it is to create flashlights, very simple flashlights with a tongue depressor, and then we create a little switch with a binder clip to turn it on and off for the lights. So I, I don't, I'm not sure if you, you cover those topics in, in fifth grade, but um, electricity and all but that would be there's a
1: lot of topics in the new, um, I say, I keep saying new, you know, the NGSS standard. So not so new anymore. Right. Um, my students go to another class or went to another class for that this year. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's fantastic. I love that idea of just a little flashlight and then they could use it for like silent reading in the dark and exploring things. Oh, that is so great. So then they can actually see their, uh, their creation come to life and use it in other ways too, and how it can be so useful. A good father's day gift too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I don't, I mean, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your passion with us and helping to inspire, you know, a whole bunch of other people to, you know, think about how they can do circuitry in their classrooms. And as summer approaches, I know some people are on break already and some of us are getting ready to go on to break. Um, This will give us some food for thought, right? (laughs) Yes. And then there's the
2: uh, Computer User Educators Conference in the fall. I just heard today that I will be speaking there and I'll be doing more circuitry. So if your listeners are attending that conference in the fall at Rancho Cordova, I will be doing two sessions.
1: Oh, congratulations and excellent. Yes. Feel free to give us that information as well. And we'll put that um, on our website, um, you know, under the show notes uh, with all of the other information and resources. We would love to help spread the word for that. Excellent. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Nancy? Definitely. definitely. And I will also be at that conference. So um, we will get to meet in real life and that will be fun too. Oh, I look forward to it. So um, thank you everyone who has listened, who's been listening. Um, if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment to let us know. And tonight's comment question is: how will you begin to incorporate circuitry into your classrooms next year? Join us on Wednesday, June 19th, when our guest will be. Uh, My very good friend and wonderfully inspiring person, Jonathan Almarito, and he's going to be talking to us about Creativity Bootcamp and how you can bring creativity into your classroom. You won't want to miss that. I'm really looking
1: forward to that one. Um, So please don't forget to subscribe to us to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. And if you would like, uh, if you do like the show, and of course you do, uh, please feel free to rate us and leave a review on iTunes and that helps others to find us more easily. And remember, we are always looking for guests uh, to share the great things that they are doing in their classrooms. So if you know someone who fits the bill or if you'd like to be a guest yourself, please visit TLC.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.